But who gives a fuck, really? Yeah. I, I, you know, ideal in an ideal world, <laughs> we get paid a lot of money to do this. Yeah, and then we don't have to worry about our real jobs that we will never discuss publicly on the podcast. Yeah, dude. As far as as far as anyone cares, we'll be professional podcasters. Oh, do we get to say Bobby's dead since he's the one who's late this time? Bobby is dead, but yeah. it's like. Who would have cared? Right. <laughs> yeah. With you, it's like, damn, we got to address this shadow in the room right. with your dad. Right. Without Bobby, it's just another person buried three feet under. Yeah. Because he, he's, he's short. short, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was just the, the grave diggers were like, dude, fuck this. Yeah. The hell with this, dude. This is taking too long. Yeah, they start digging halfway. And they're like, you know what? We'll just put a short one in this one. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We got and this. And the grave diggers get lazy. They have separate graves for, like, little people. <laughs> we got lazy with this one. Put a midget in here. Yeah, you'd think, like, midgets, they just bury uh, fucking vertically since they're, you know, not that tall anyway. Yeah. It well, probably, you could fit more in that same space. Yeah. Do they, they give a midget the same? I've never been to a midget's funeral before. Do they no, give why, them the same size coffin as a regular sized person? What if like only a, only a midget priest could give the last mm. rites for another midget? Like only a midget priest can can send off another midget or yeah. a midget rabbi or, you know, yeah, what you have need, you. Yeah. <laughs> it needs the to way be, you have to bring in a yeah. Jewish rabbi for a Jewish funeral, you have right. to bring in a midget pastor for a, for a midget funeral. Yeah, exactly. They don't have a choice. They have, it's like, it's like, I don't, well, I don't know anyone in the area. Yeah. It'll be oh, like, no, the, um, dude, I heard a door. Uh, Ugh, you know what that means. Bobby's alive. Oh, great. Well, it looks like this incredible rift is about to die a swift death. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe he's not here. No, maybe not yet. But yeah, it's like the, in the Jackass movie where they did the midget fight. Right. When everyone, police are midgets and everything. That's what every midget wedding and funeral is like. Imagine that. <laughs> what a utopia for me where everyone's a midget except me. Yeah. You got to. <laughs> I tower yeah. over everyone by a staggering 18 inches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll crush and, their little heads. Yeah, that's a, we never we never know how tall Snow White actually is. Right, she's always hanging around dwarf. She looks tall, but she's probably like five four at, at most, dude. I was thinking like at yeah, at best she's like probably like four eight, four nine. Yeah, because like what you think she's so that that's yeah, close to she being wasn't a dwarf. That much taller than the dwarf. She's mm. just well proportioned. Yeah. Damn right Snow White was well proportioned. And that, that prince that woke her up, he wasn't such a fucking uh, mat tall dude himself. Yeah. Was that like an assault? He like kissed her when she was asleep, it right? It was absolutely rape. You know they're going to have to fucking pull that one. Mm. Song of the South, Sleeping Beauty. What else is about to get pulled? Um, old Looney Tunes in general has got a lot of racist stuff. No, like the, the, one I sent, the one I sent you. Yeah, Looney one, Tunes. They, Bugs they, Bunny yeah. shooting a bunch of Native Americans on one, in, one little engine, two little engine. <laughs> and after one, he's like, whoops. He's like counting how many engines he kills. And he goes, whoops, that one was a half breed. <laughs> well, you know, they Warner Brothers figured it out by saying like, hey, these cartoons, they were improper but it would also be improper for us not to make some kind of profit mm. off of these racist things yeah so they're in oh all my right God, fun, dude. fun's over bobby's here yeah well it looks like we got to do a podcast instead of a, this gentle reflection on existence and racist cartoons yes <laughs> but anyway if you want to uh if you want to uh donate to the uh bobby sheehan memorial uh it would be uh just write a check and put it uh, pay of 9-11 first responders. Bobby mm. always loved believing in the 9-11 uh, conspiracy theory that the yes. firemen did something to help. 
because he didn't he didn't believe in that folks he thought it was a controlled demolition and that's why he's in heaven smiling down on his folks this is locker room dick in my ass one little two little three little engines four little five little six little engines uh-oh sorry that one was a half breed Seven little, eight little, nine little engines. Ten little engine boys. Uh-oh. Matt, stop stop watching that 1940s propaganda. <laughs> that, have you ever... Have, I know I've shown, shown Bobby uh, the Ductators before. Have you ever seen that one, Joe? No, what's that one? We watched... Actually, on the Loud Boys episode we did, um, where it was me, Bobby, and Chris... We did a watch and along. And Zach Amico, who was mad at both of us the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, we uh, did a watch along, and we watched uh, the Ductators on a Patreon for the Loud Boys. It's uh, a World War II propaganda thing. It's all like a duck hatches, and it's basically, it's a Hitler duck. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the different kinds of ducks all representing different countries. But it's so over-the-top racist. Like, the Japanese duck has the big teeth and goes, is going, me so sorry, the whole time. The, well, at least the Italian cool. duck is, like, just obsessed with teenage girls. <laughs> oh, yeah. Air grease. And beating his wife. Mm-hmm. They go through, like, the line of ducks, and they all just, like, uh, Zeke Heil, the leader. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, one duck from South Germany. And he goes, Zeke Heil, boy, I'm from South Germany. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> They're like, we know there's a different dialect, but we don't want to have to figure it out. Yeah, so we'll they really sojourner truth that duck. Yeah, they t- <laughs> <laughs> call back, folks. Oh, beautiful. Who would have thought we would mention sojourner truth on yeah. our podcast? We're a woke podcast. Our his- Should we go woke? We are woke. Yeah. Okay. What are yeah. We- all those times Joe is ranting about how he wants to rape and mm-hmm. gun sh- and wants less gun control and mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. It's obvious irony because of how woke we are. I see. Mm. Yeah, we're progressive. We're heroes. (laughs) We're actually the heroes in this one. We're the real heroes. Real American heroes. Well, Mm. I've been I I've been saying it since since this whole quote unquote pandemic started. Mm. Plandemic. Plandemic. Yes. Um there's a comedian that unironically said that on Jim and Sam and I was so sad. (laughs) Who was it? Uh, I, I don't want to say. We'll wait for the we'll wait for the Patreon. We'll, we'll wait for the Patreon. We can't sp- spend this whole episode horsing around. But <laughs> <laughs> are you going to work with this guy sometime? Um, I won't work with this person who does this have male or female. Yes, uh, Bobby would say nay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. work with them. <laughs> oh, well, then it was a bit. It's clearly a bit. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, this this person that that cosplays as like an alt right person but yeah it, maybe it, who knows in in my opinion yes but all, yeah. uh, what i was <laughs> what i was getting at basically is what i've been saying since the beginning of covid is that sure first responders are important but what's more important in a time of tragedy laughter yeah mm. it's the best medicine mm-hmm. no yeah. one's ever said first responders are the best medicine no. yeah those no one's ever even said medicine is the best medicine mm-hmm. laughter mm-hmm. is the best medicine you said it brother yeah those firefighters only went into that world trade center once during 9-11 how many pop-up comedy venues mm. were going on on 9-11 you, you you think being not inside enough. of a building that's going to collapse is scary why don't you try to host a bringer show mm. or host a 
uh, ambush show even. Yeah. There's there's people, there's hot people at a trendy bar and they're mm. enjoying each other's company and you take off your book bag, go to the PA system that does not work and go, who's ready for a comedy show? And then no one says anything. Mm. Why don't you do that and see how brave you are? Yeah. yeah. You ever heard the black box recordings from the planes on 9-11? Not no. a single bit. <laughs> no joke. No, they're all humorless. They're all gonna they're die. Leaving, leaving voicemails for each other. No jokes. They had no shot. <laughs> Tell my wife I love her. Where? You ever listen to those? Um, uh, not black box recordings, but uh, there's white box recordings. White box recordings. <laughs> where yeah. they're like, oh, hello, is this thing on? Oh, this is a little too spicy. Can I get some? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, can I get a side of mayo on this? Can I speak to your manager, please? So, so do you live in the neighborhood, or you're just walking around? <laughs> You know, the uh, latest line of uh, John Deere tractors are really something else. Uh-huh. The S&P is going wild today. Uh, I will vote for Rit- Ma- Rit- uh, Mitt Romney. Fuck. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, L. Ron Hubbard was a genius. <laughs> Mormons are all white, right? Mostly. L. Ron Hubbard is Scientology. Close We're enough. too dumb to riff. <laughs> <laughs> damn. We had a good riff gut. We were being a woke yeah. podcast, making fun of white people, and mm. then I confused my religious uh, authors. Yeah, I should have gone with Brigham Young. There you go. Brigham there Young. You go. Brigham the Young. But these uh, false prophet. These these recordings. That's also Bobby's uh, idea for dating. Brigham Young. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> hell yeah! I mean, I, I'll date yeah. older chicks, 21, 22 even. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, hey, oh, yeah. grave robber over here. Yikes. <laughs> that's, my, that's my favorite. I'll, I'll get back to the 9-11 thing in a second, but my, <laughs> my don't worry. Uh, but my favorite like thing that uh, uh, people say, like, why would you want to d- date a girl that's so much younger than you? What are you going to talk about? Like, as if all, all you talk about when you're dating someone is your 401k. Yeah. You know, and, and what... Growing up in the 90s was like. Also, anyone who says that, I like to hear the scintillating conversations <laughs> you and your girlfriend are having all the time. Yeah. Really, what's this amazing conversation yeah. that couples are always having, apparently? Honey, I just think your cellulite looks so good. <laughs> Honey, your stretch marks. Mm. What are you even going to talk to her about? Like, me and my wife, we always talk about the show we're watching, and then I ignore everything else she says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, the the nine eleven recordings are fascinating because I feel so bad. People called nine one one when they were in the World Trade Center and a plane hit it, as if there would be any instru- like as if there's like a rule book that someone could pull out and and like tell them what to do. So these you think, poor, you mean, think they were dumb? Like these dumbasses calling nine one one. It's like hey, take, dude. retard, get out of the fucking building. <laughs> Look at these idiots. Oh, police. Oh, help. Run, bitch. Well, there's, you went up the inferno. There's people above the crash point where it's just like, I think you just got to jump or pray. I would have jumped. Would you, what would you have done? I would have jumped while saying cowabunga. <laughs> Extreme. I, def- I definitely would have live streamed. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Hey Live guys, stream. this is Bobby Sheehan jumping off of the World Trade Center. <laughs> Please <laughs> like and subscribe and hit that. Ah! <laughs> hey guys, I'm Johnny Knoxville and this is 9/11. Oh my god, live streaming 15 years before it becomes a mainstream thing. Mm. You hold, you grab an American flag on your way down and use it as a parachute. Hell yeah, perfectly dude. land on top of a cop car. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got to go back in there. People need me. But there, there's these these poor 9/11 operators just have to be like, um. So, uh, ma'am, 
stay calm and I'm going to stay on the phone with you and we are um, going to await further instructions. Yeah. Because you can't just be like, all right, so put your head between your knees and kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah. Was there, nobody survived who was above the crash point Nobody. in the building. Yeah. I did. Except for Joe Gorman. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. I always forget that. You forget. I told, uh, I told Pete Davidson's dad, hey. Mm. I'm going to make sure your son never has a career. <laughs> I let him down, dude. I failed. <laughs> your His dying wish was so that his son could never have a career in yeah. comedy. And Joe failed to carry that out. Yeah. He was like, make sure my kid's an incel. <laughs> and instead I made him the exact opposite. Yeah. Pete Davidson's dad wanted yeah. to be an incel and Joe took over and he ended up fucking Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Damn, Damn, dude. dude. Would you sacrifice your father to get inside Kim Kardashian? Not now. Mm. Yeah, she's if when like I was 40 like, now. Yeah. yeah. If when I was like, if I lose your father at 10 or 11, mm. still probably not, but there's a part of me that, I don't know. As I was getting there, I was like, I can try and convince myself, but then I was like, mm. nah, I just, I love my dad too much. Mm. And like, dude, That's like, sweet. My answer is yes. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> Women come and go, though. That's the mm -hmm. thing, dude. Mm -hmm. So do dads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My dad did. My dad did. He mm. came and he went and he <laughs> he came and went out for a pack of cigarettes. Damn, that really makes me think. I hope you get raped by a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> get raped by a pack of cigarettes. Damn, dude, I'm I'm feeling heated. Why? I, you you know that there has to be like at least like to your point of no one survived above the blast point in 9/11. Yeah, there has to be because there's. Literally dozens of cases of being of people being like, I was in nine. I was in the towers. And yeah. I, blah blah blah. And then they get caught. How many there of them to... are Steve Rannis? <laughs> yeah. He's. The, I mean, I think he's the only famous one. But yeah. There, there's. There's definitely got it. There had to have been people where you know. No, there 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 was a woman that like started a foundation. And she was like, I was in nine eleven, and my husband died in nine eleven, and this was right before like the internet really. Yeah. So people are like, well, if you said that, then yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And did it turn out she was lying? She was not even in New York City when it happened. Oh, Jesus. amazing. Yeah. Like, well, she was like, well, technically I survived by living yeah. in Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> um, I am part of the West, mm. and it was attack on the West. Right. Dude, but that's like, you were talking about that on a previous episode, Matt, where you were like, we're in the wild, wild west. Or we were in the wild, wild west of internet. Yeah. Like wicked that's, wild. Wicked, wicked, wicked wild. Like wicked, you wicked, could wicked wild. <laughs> wild, wild west. I'm claiming I was in 9-11, but I wasn't. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't even my first cousin. Uh, yeah, but you could just get away. We were talking about Hulk Hogan, too. Yeah, you, you just, just made say stuff shit. up. But yeah. now people have Google, and now we have yeah. to not lie ever. We have Snopes. Unless we're in Congress. Mm. We have you Snopes. said it. We have Snopes. Everyone's like double checking everything now. Yeah. It's well, like, yeah. damn, dude, just believe a lie. Yo, imagine being someone at Snopes and you're like, I just post a bunch of crazy shit. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> Say stuff's not true that is and vice versa. Just like, yeah, like, what's, put so I mean, stock in Snopes. Like, basically, they say, like, oh, this stuff on the internet isn't true. It's like, okay, well, what do you have to base that off of? This other stuff on the internet. It's like, well, damn, dude, where does it end? Do you ever check the sources on Wikipedia to see if they actually talk about the thing for which they're sourced? 
Um, like, I have before. Well, because when I was in school, I would do like research projects. You needed like yeah. actual sources, so mm-hmm. I'd go to Wikipedia and then see a thing, and then go to that source and then use that as a source. Yeah, Damn, that must have been sick to have Wikipedia during college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck, dude. Joe's an elder millennial that had to go to the library. I had to go to the library like a fucking idiot, dude. I had to research shit yeah. on the now extinct Dewey Decimal System. May it rot in hell. <laughs> Useless ass fucking system. Yeah, but a lot of those, uh, like the citations, uh, like I would control F whatever they were citing, like yeah. any word, mm. and it's just like, nah, this article's not about that at all, mm. and just nobody checks. So I'm like, fuck, whoever's yeah. like in charge of this Wikipedia page like runs the narrative. Well, I remember, so Wik, uh, like using Wikipedia for research projects kind of happened a little bit in high school mm. for me, but really in college. Yeah. But I remember the first research projects I was doing were at my Hebrew school. And it wasn't like a thing you could look up on Wikipedia. So in my Hebrew school, I had to use the Hebrew school library, and they had the Jewy decimal system. Hell yeah, All dude. Right. We got there. We, <laughs> we, we took an absurd amount of time to get there. We had to camp out a bit, but it was worth it. When they teach you how to use the... We had, no, we can't talk about camps while talking about the Jewy decimal system. It's a little too much there. When they when they uh, teach you how to use Wikipedia in Hebrew school, the first thing they teach you is click no when it asks for $2.75. Yeah. <laughs> No children. Mm. That's it's not a scam. Even, that's I can't do any accents. Even the uh, no, click no. Like I just, I just. Who, what, who are you trying to be with the click? Exactly. Jew. Yeah. <laughs> a covetous Jew. <laughs> I can, mm. I can like sort of hold my nose for a second. There you go. You okay. got a little Jewy there. Yeah. Or anybody with fucking problems with their nose yeah yeah basically. anyone with allergies mm. how are you doing by the way did you take claritin before we recorded i didn't but i'm feeling good mm-hmm. oh thank mm-hmm. god mm-hmm. joe's recovered from his uh food poisoning I've, i'm back baby that 24-hour bug is out of my system mm. and i'm I alive and well not have had covid want to flex real quick never had covid never had oh uh, you're gonna test positive because i had it last week dude mm. <laughs> That's why he had diarrhea. Yeah, dude, that was like you had COVID-induced diarrhea. That was absolutely a COVID. I shit. thought we decided it. Uh, I thought I was just gonna say you blamed it on Chinese food, but maybe it was Chinese yeah, breath. The it whole was time. a bat. It was bat soup, God. which is a Chinese. We're dish. gonna get. We're gonna get another COVID warning on a podcast episode. Oh Uh-oh. yeah, dude, that's a fucking badger. It's us and Rogan. Yep, the ones they gotta like keep. Yeah, somebody like listened to the Joe Rogan experience and like he's like all anti-mask and anti-vaccine. He's like, well, let me let me be fair and balanced and listen to locker room talk. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, well, I'm super not wearing a mask now. Yeah, it's weird that it became. Uh, there's no like nuance to it. It became because uh, there's anti-vax people who are like, I'm not taking it, and nobody else should take it. Honestly, yeah. good heroes. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, so <laughs> and the, the Rogan first step thing, is heroes. Yes, and first the Rogan tier. thing is like. Um, he was going to take it. He's like, everyone doesn't have to, but a lot of people should, and it would be good for them, which mm. isn't anti-vax. Mm. I think it just became anything that's not 100% in favor of everyone taking it and everything is just anti-vax, and mm. that just like takes the nuance out of everything. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like saying, hey, this guy that shoplifted shouldn't go to jail for 20 years, and you're like, wow, you're anti-prison? Yeah. That's crazy to be anti-prison. Yeah. So you think Jeffrey Donner should just be walking around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> should just be walking around, dude. Yeah, he is one of my favorite serial killers. Well, he yeah. didn't do anything wrong. He well, a he didn't do anything wrong because he right. did kill mostly minorities. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, but also I I love serial killers where it's an infliction. 
Like the the ones I find the least interesting are like Ted Bundy, where he's just a sadist that loves like the fear in the eyes of a woman he's raping. I'm like, yeah. For, uh, that's been there, done that. That's everybody. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But like Jeffrey Dahmer would have to like get drunk so he could deal with the fact that he has to rape men and eat their faces. Why does he feel like he has to do it? It's just it's 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 like a compulsion. And mm. we can't really key into it because we like we fucking turn on porn and watch women getting punched and we come it's no big deal. Mm. But like this guy needs like something totally off the wall to come. It's right. animalistic to, to some extent. A man, yeah. he needs a naked man to come which is un unbelievable. Matt, were you sh- shazamming my uh description of Jeffrey Dahmer? That's no, what it looked like. I got a <laughs> <laughs> I got a notification um that like popped up on the phone in a way I'm like, hmm, this should, is like a calendar thing, but it mm. was just reminding me that we have to do locker room talk. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, we're in. We're we did in. it, baby. You had a schedule. Yes. Yeah. Everything's yeah. just going right according to plan, right? Yeah. According to plan. You got a favorite uh, uh, serial killer? Favorite serial killer? Um, What'd you say? Anal. Anal? I, I, I misinterpreted what the <laughs> ending of that was going to be. <laughs> what's your favorite serial killer? Anal. Yeah. What I was like, you what's your favorite? And uh, I thought you were going to say position. Mm. Oh. And I was like, mm. okay. But then you went serial killer. Well, that, that's a nice way to look at it because I'm talking about a man that sexually assaulted and murdered people. Mm. And you thought my next question would be, what is your favorite position? Yeah. I think uh, maybe Jack the Ripper because of all the stories that came out of it. Mm-hmm. That's like a fun one to look into because it's still unsolved and there's so many theories and stuff. And it's so long ago that like anybody that was ever a family member of a victim is dead. Yeah. You know, so that's the thing. If if a tragedy happened long enough ago, you could be more cavalier about you it. You can like, be yeah. like a little more fun. Up. Yeah. Like how fun, how cool is it when the Golden State Killer is going to be in the public domain? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Isn't there like a band called Lizzie Borden? I don't know who Lizzie Borden is. She was like a woman in like 1890s who killed her parents with a chainsaw. No, she took an axe. Took an axe and to them. gave her parents like 40 wax or something yeah. like that. <laughs> is this like a poem? Yeah, Lizzie oh. Borden took an axe, gave her father 40 wax. Ooh. Yeah. She <laughs> she whacked off her dad? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's, once the murder happens long enough time ago, you can be whimsical about it. <laughs> I was uh I was in uh when I was in Prague, I went on this tour and they're showing us a corner of a building. Yeah. And it Dumb. has a bunch of marks on it. Mm. And we're like what's the marks for? And the guy explained that this is the square like there's documentation that proves this that basically says people that were getting their heads cut off for like worshiping Jesus wrong or whatever mm. that's where they would get their heads cut off so the reason there were marks on that corner of a building is cuz that's where the axe would hit the mm. building after it chopped off the person's head yeah. and this is just like a fun conversation we're like touching the divots in the in the building yeah. you know cuz it happened like almost a thousand years ago yeah meanwhile like if you go to Auschwitz you can't play pokemon go you know what I mean? Yeah. People you, get upset. You can't get caught playing Pokemon mm-hmm. Go. <laughs> I caught a but very like, rare Jumi uh, at uh, at the Auschwitz, and I I am now officially the uh, what, what is it? Yeah. Impu- uh, uh, Grand Wizard mm. of uh, mm. the Auschwitz uh, Pokemon Gym. What Beautiful. if you went there and played and it was all ghost type Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> Just oh look, a ghastly and a haunter. Ooh, and a money collector. I yes. didn't even think that, that. But how do you think a thousand years from now, like the Holocaust will be like that whimsical or it'll always be serious? Um, I think it could be whimsical because mm-hmm. I mean, the way like um, the way we kind of look at uh, wars that happen in ancient Greece and stuff and mm-hmm. battles and everything are kind of yeah. fun for us. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, in, yeah, even uh, like the Civil War yeah. now, like the Civil War is kind of long enough. People are still like dressing up. Can you people imagine do Civil War now? People aren't like whimsical about it necessarily because there is still like um, there's still repercussions of slavery that exist. Like, like what? Um, actually, no, I think you're right. There aren't any. Yeah. <laughs> we're over, we're over it. Black people just got to pull up their pants, pull up their boob straps. <laughs> And work hard. Stop listening to that rap music. Mm. Um, but yeah, because there's still like effects from the Civil War that are tangible in our society, it's not that one's not as fun yet because it also it's widespread. Lizzie Borden, her two parents, Jet the Ripper, those are just like they were smaller in scale. What about World War? I guess World War One is still a little too recent. Yeah, What's we can do what like before World War One. Lot of stuff. After the Civil War, before yeah, there's before. Reconstruction, but that's still like there's Spanish not really American War, but like three people died. Spanish American War, um, the American Revolution. That's one everyone still talks about. Yeah, do 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 do. Yeah, when it's a like really that's a, big, that's a slapper, dude. When it's a really big war, it takes like hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Like now, there's I remember in Gladiator, they just like do a reenactment of the Battle of Carthage. Mm. And you're just kind of like, I don't know, none of us feel anything about the Battle of Carthage. Yeah, there's a part of our brain that's just like, these fucking dumbasses didn't even have bricks yet. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I'm sure they have a friends and family that they love, but they didn't even even have a concept of, of like, an electric horse. Yeah. Also known as a motorcycle. Yeah, they were also, fuck- <laughs> they were also fucking kids. They were. Yeah. Yeah, that's what democracy And everybody, gets not just the elites. Yeah, you know? no, it was, uh, like, a... It was a uh, selfless thing to do as an older man. You took a younger man under your wing, showed him the way of the world, and fucked him sometimes. That's why they had to throw Christians to the lions, dude. They were about to put the kibosh on that whole thing. Yeah, they were like, hey, you know you can go to hell for doing this. And they're like, all right, let's feed this guy to the lions. Yeah, and And that was it was such a normal thing. And the thing is, like, the idea that everything that we think is normal now and a thousand years from now, they won't look back on things we didn't think we were insane for mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. How crazy is yeah. that? Like, you know, if you tell an ancient Greek, it's like, hey, guess what? It's perfectly legal to lop off your penis and take estrogen and call yourself a woman. But it's illegal to fuck a little boy. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, what? <laughs> Isn't that wild? Yeah. What it's would you rather do? Would you rather be trans or have a fucking or fuck a little boy? You have to choose. Here at Locker Room Talk, we ask the important questions. Yeah. Well, I mean, my dad's side of the family comes from Greece, so I've got it in my oh, blood. Oh, so you're fine to fuck a little boy. I've got it in my blood. That's why I don't fuck little boys, because that would be cultural appropriation. Mm. I wouldn't want to offend Matt by taking his culture and not even... Like, he sees me fucking a boy on, like, National Boy Fucking Day, and he's like, yeah. excuse me, my culture is not a costume. Yeah. And for anybody who has a problem with me fucking a little boy, it's my culture. You can't tell me uh, how to live my life. Dude, some people bite the fucking bullet with that. I remember I was dating this girl, and I I don't know why, but I mentioned female genital mutilation. Yeah. And she's like, that's real culturally imperialistic of you. And I'm like, sorry? And she's like, it's not even like... A lot of... Cl- like, they just prick the clitoris. It's not Wait, that- is that woman... Was she black? She was not. Mm, as white as she was a white girl. Mm, yes, it's white progressives are mm. more 
like extreme on racial stuff a mm. lot of times now than people of that race. Yep. Did you fuck a little knowledge into her mouth? I did my best. Yeah, then what happened? Uh, well, she refused to swallow my knowledge, so it didn't work out. <laughs> how about you were like, hey, how about I show you how female circumcision goes and then yeah. <laughs> suck on her clit? That's really what I should have said. I should have yeah. like, why don't, why don't I prick your clit She said it was culturally insensitive of you to be against female genital mutilation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things, too, where I'm like... Uh, like, I, this is pre-Twitter, yeah. so I was like, I didn't really have the full, sc- but easily the first social justice warrior, or whatever you want to say, that I ever met. Yeah. Like, I d- had no, I'm like, we're both liberals, and then at some point I'm like, well, she's more left-wing than me, and then and then when she was like, as long as you're not a- in America, you could cut the clits off, I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to, starting to realize the world's a little more complicated than I anticipated. Yeah. But yeah. I never did cut off her clitoris, if that's what you you're asking, have, Joe. You should have, but, you know, you live and find learn. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Bobby were able to find that clitoris, he would have cut it off. <laughs> I'll get you next time, clitoris. That's what the argument was about anyway, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, female general mutilation, she's like, yeah, say what you want about those doctors, but they found it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Female genital mutilation shouldn't happen, just like the female orgasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the whole fucking... She's like, oh, there's a lot of uh, religious meaning behind it. I'm like, there actually isn't. It's like, hey, let's make sure our women don't slut it up a bunch by making sure they never enjoy sex ever. Yeah, basically. Yeah, Yeah. at least in America, we have the decency just to shame a woman. Mm-hmm. If you want to... If you shame. Want, With if you our words. Yeah. We use our words. Yeah. That's what we learned in kindergarten. And if you want women to never enjoy sex, just let them have sex with men. Mm. Oh, ooh. there it is. Ooh, are we back to the woke podcast? We're a woke dude? podcast here. Dude, we got to get into our groove, man. We need to get picked up by The Daily Show, start writing for it. Mm. We're, we're it's like, damn it, we got The Daily Caller. Oh, yeah. well. All right, back to normal, boys. Yeah. Phew, that was a close one. Huffington Post, we're a woke podcast. Does Huffington Post still exist? Huffington I haven't yeah, seen I so. I would assume so, but I haven't seen. I used to see Huffington Post articles. Non-stop all the time. I barely see People Huffington Post. People found out Post. that it's uh, owned by Jeff Bezos, I think. Is it? Yeah. I know he owns the Washington Post. He owns oh, everything, dude. Uh, yeah, I think I'm... Not Huffington Post. Yeah, I might be Huffington confused. Post is owned by Ariana Huffington. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and she's hot. Yeah, not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah. love the, East, the Eastern Europe. She might be German. I think something like that. Central Europe or whatever. There's, there's a or Northern type Europe. of European... Ch- you know, the, the ones that fucking take care of themselves... And, uh, you know, you feel like they might hurt you. You know what I mean? That's hot. You know, like, like you, you, you know, you know, it's not real. Like you're bigger right. than them or whatever. Right. But they'll fucking. Oh, she's Greek. Mama me. You're Greek. Ariana Stasinopoulos hey. Huffington. So and she's Matt, okay with she's okay with fucking young boys. And yeah, and you know the male competition is all off being pedophiles, so you could swoop right in. Mm. Be like, she hey, is I'm technically part of the seventy one years old. Nice. Yeah, but she's Sorry. a hot seventy one. Yeah, but she's about sixty five years too old for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I, I was going to say fifty five, and I got because I got the math wrong, and I was already too far after sixty five. I'm like six years old is not, not even the joke I wanted to Listeners, do. If you could have saw Matt's face as he was doing the contortions, <laughs> seventy one minus. Fuck it, they get it. <laughs> what if the only way you could be good at math is if you fuck boys? 
Mm. Then that I is, guess I'd be fucking dumb, dude. I would, yeah, that doesn't seem worth. You mm. have to be gay to Yeah, math is gay, dude. Mm. So of course you would have to fuck boys to be mm-hmm. good. The at only it. way to be mm. good at math is to fuck boys. You got a bunch of pedophiles pretending to be bad at math, yeah. so they can't get caught. <laughs> 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 You're, mom. They're arresting me. I don't know why, but when they walked in and and asked for my uh, uh, hard drive, I just put two and two together, and I. And I got five. They Officer? A- yeah. They asked me my times table, and I got all of them right. <laughs> I knew the square root of 69. Mm. What is the square root of 69? It doesn't exist. My balls. Nice. Hell yeah. That's an alpha answer. Yeah. You having a good day, Joseph? I'm having a great day, man. I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> good, dude. Yeah. I'm uh I'm slowly losing my mind because I have Uh-oh. almost nothing to do at work, mm. and like I was ta- I was talking to a mutual friend of ours uh, today, Mark Kenley. Uh oh, may, may he, he rest, rest in, in peace. Uh, <laughs> he uh, was talking about how awesome it is to work from home and have nothing to do. Yeah, and I'm like I feel like I'm in like he's in heaven and I'm in hell because I have nothing to do. You have to go to the office. Yeah, to I just do have nothing. to like kind of s- like sit and. You know, I'm on Reddit, but then I have to minimize when my boss walks by, and it's like... How often is that? Uh, like, a few times a day. Yeah, I guess it's not so bad. But that, it just sucks. Like, but like if you monitored. work from home, uh, like, when I were, was working from home, I'd wake up at 8.50, right. I'd fucking start eat something, there. start at 9, like, send a email, yeah. take a shower, send another email, do the dishes, send another email, go for a walk, and now it's just like... I'm sitting in a goddamn cubicle. Right, mm. you're stuck. Yeah. The one week that I worked at your office, <laughs> I... Before um, I convinced them to fire you? Yes. Um, I remember I would be given a few things to do, and then there were long portions of the day where I had nothing to do, mm. but I hadn't been given enough yet that I didn't even know how to pretend to be at work. Yeah. Because <laughs> I hadn't been given enough things that I didn't know what to pretend to do. Yeah. So I was just like reading Wikipedia articles. I think that weekend I had just gone to the Jersey Shore. I was going to go to the Jersey Shore. Mm. Um, and James Garfield, where he died, mm. there's like a little tombstone and all. Yeah. Uh, or a little uh, memoriam thing. So I was looking up stuff about James Garfield. One of the bosses came by and saw that I was reading about James. He's like, James Garfield, huh? And I was just like, yeah, I, I just visited. Or I'm going to be visiting. And then after I got fired, I'm like... Oh, did they see me reading James Garfield and think this guy doesn't take this job seriously? <laughs> Even though I, I literally I had nothing to do uh, and didn't so know didn't know enough to know what I could be pretending to be. They doing. saw you reading that article and just assumed you hate Mondays. Yes. Damn, dude. It's Garfield. Do you miss that job, <laughs> Matt? Um, I liked being in an office. I liked I'm, having lunch with Matt every day. Yeah. Then why Can you imagine you hanging out with Matt me? every day? <laughs> every day? Mm. Every day? Little little fantasy. Mm. It was just going into the office, like making phone calls and doing like whatever. It may I felt like an adult. There is a structure to going into the office because yeah. you feel like, damn, I have a job. Yes. Like this is like an actual location where my job is. Yeah. Um and then working from home, that definitely something gets lost in that you know you don't feel it as much i think bobby you would tell me during the pandemic you would like get dressed as if you were going to the office every day for working from home you did that yeah yeah uh, just to otherwise like i can't be productive in sweatpants you know what i mean mm. like it's a dumb yeah joe's wearing sweatpants right now <laughs> so am i <laughs> <laughs> <And so is Matt. laughs> 
Well, folks, you'll be happy to hear that I'm wearing jeans right now because I knew that I was going to have to riff on this podcast. Mm. That's funny. Yeah, like I, at this point, like I consider sweatpants just my norm. Like these are my good sweatpants too. <laughs> like these are the ones. Like oh, I'm going to go. If oh, are we going somewhere nice? Hold on, let me get these nice get sweatpants. Yeah. See, I always, I always I'm think the same of, where I have like regular Nike or Adidas sweatpants. My nice sweatpants are my Roots of Fight sweatpants. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's I, when it says like Muhammad Ali or these are my Breath the Hitman Heart ones. Mm. I got Kevin Garnett ones. Mm. I always think of sweatpants being like for fat seventh graders. You know, not what I mean? for fat seventh graders. Now for fat thirty somethings. <laughs> yeah. And also for athletes. Ooh, okay, yeah. Yeah. I like uh wearing gray sweatpants because they even make my dick look impressive. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? There's something about it. Mm. It's like uh I I've heard it compared to like the push up bra for men. It's wearing sweatpants. Gray sweatpants. Yeah, you yeah. can see that little print. Mm. You know what blah, I mean? blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, I I've worn them in, in public a few times, and I'm like, that's right, sluts, take a look. <laughs> Come get a gobble, gobble. Once you once you once you put your mouth on this bitch, and well, she's I'm like, would come. you like a, a bag for your purchase? And I'm like, are you looking at my dick print? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't I don't know, sir. See, you can do accents. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm doing a real good job of doing a. Middle Eastern woman, but yeah. a terrified Middle Eastern woman. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, dude? Are you thinking about suicide? <laughs> I think about death almost every day. Uh oh, tell me about that. Yeah. What kind do you think about murdering people? No, no, no. My own death. Your own death. Don't aren't you fascinated by your own, the idea of your own death? I wonder it's like, damn, I I wonder how many how those hundreds, if not millions, of, of people that love me. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to gather into that room mm-hmm. as, you know, I pass being 235 years old. What's that first day of national mourning going to be like? Yeah. People are going to be sad. It's going to be the first day where there's no reported crime or rape mm-hmm. in the world. <laughs> now Joe's gone. There's no more rape or crime. <laughs> <laughs> it was all him. Damn, that's wild. No, I just yeah. hope I die before the allegations come out. Mm-hmm. Whoa, what mm-hmm. allegations? The allegations Matt? about Joe. Yes, you know, because exactly. you don't you don't want to see him suffer. Right. Yes. <laughs> and you hope those allegations come out a hundred years after we're all dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, who was I'm well, thinking, who U.S. Were, favorite serial killer? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to. How like you could go like um, do we go like Genghis Khan or no, Hitler? He, he, no, because those guys it's political, right? You know right. what I mean? I I'm more. It's got to be like a John Wayne Gacy. Or yeah, who did it for the joy of just killing, not like yeah. I wanna... son of Sam. Yeah, well, not he, not he, not necessarily the it's joy Charles of... Manson because he never killed anyone. He never killed anybody, and I wouldn't necessarily say Joe the joy of killing because there are guys like Ed Gein that just need bodies to build stuff let the bodies and i think that's very cool he was the one you would wear them the, he would wear, wear their skin. skin to pretend yeah. it like he'd wear women's skin to be their mom but to be to act out him being his own mom because he missed and loved his mother who possibly molested him so much so but the interesting thing about him is that he was a grave robber mm. he started he started like getting into robbing graves and uh like skinning these already dead women and wearing them and then using their hair to build Ooh. stuff. And then all of a sudden it's winter. Can't rob the graves anymore. The ground is too hard. It's too difficult to. So he would bring people to this house. Just shoot him right away. No, he wasn't a process killer. He mm. didn't enjoy killing people. He just needed their skin. Wow. I think that he's he's up there in terms of, of my favorite serial killers for that reason. 
Time to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's actually what he would say before he would kill people. It's all about the game and how you wear it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of the game, did you see uh, Backlash? I didn't see weekend? it, no. Uh-oh. My, uh, my, uh, my, <laughs> our, me and Bobby's mutual friend, my roommate, Mark Henley, may, may he, he rest, rest in peace. peace. Um, he uh, was watching some of it this morning, so I think I caught a little bit of one of the matches. I don't really watch modern wrestling like week to week or as much. Why not? Um, if you could get one of the uh, female wrestlers naked, who would it be? <laughs> would it be anyone? Any uh, the ones I find most attractive? I think Becky Lynch is like the hottest one is she now. The Lolita? She's... No, that's a Ale- uh, Alexa Bliss. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Alexa Bliss is hot too. Um. Oh, yikes! We said Uh-oh. Alexa Bliss, and Alexa Great. responded. How awful room. would that be if, like, it, a bunch of like hardcore pornography is added to my girlfriend's yeah. Amazon account all of a sudden? <laughs> Alexa, <laughs> add racist podcast. <laughs> Mm. That's the. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having trouble understanding you. Is also what the host of a racist podcast would say. Yeah. Um, so any POC on the nice. podcast as a guest. I still think Trish might be Trish and Tori Wilson. Me, uh, Maria Canellas was hot too. Mm. I think like all time hot ones. Eva Marie. Um. Yeah. So then, then uh, none of those are around anymore. Yeah. Uh, did you watch any of Backlash? I watched a little bit of it, but I'll be honest, I fell asleep. Mm. I've I'm been. Uh, it was also started late. It started like eight p.m. Yeah, I've been uh, watching Yellowstone when yeah. I have nights. Uh, I did it this week and a couple weeks ago. Um, I, if I have like a night where I'm not booked on anything, I just eat an edible and watch Yellowstone. Well, wow, so you're doing this every night of the week? No. <laughs> Come on, Bobby, be nice. Matt's struggling. <laughs> but yeah, Yellowstone is a fun show to watch while you're stoned. Yellowstone. Yeah, you're, Yellowstone. you're an edible guy now. I'm Yellowstone. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I had, um, so when I went to Beacon a couple weeks ago, I bought a pack of edibles, so I had leftover. Um, so yeah, then, uh, when I came back, once That's I was why in the they mountains, fired you, dude, cause you're a drug addict now. Oh, your, your job. <laughs> they had a feeling that you were going <laughs> to get into drugs. Cause yeah. I told them, I was like, yeah. he's a nice guy, but he's kind of getting into drugs as well. Cause in comedy, I either hang out with people who are sober or people who do way too much drugs. Right. No moderation. And Damn. I'm, and I'm like the moderate one. So I'm either a guy who's not fun and not enough of a partier, or I'm a drug addict mm-hmm. to my sober friends. I actually, between you and Joe, I don't know if I feel safe. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Because I do marijuana and Matt occasionally drinks. Mm. Yeah, and that's he's doing edibles. We he's have drinking all, and doing drugs. We have all three levels here. We have Bobby sober, me moderation and Joe is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all I'm an all in kind of guy. Yeah. Joe one day is hop hospitalized for being too cool. Uh, Mike, I'm so cool my heart is three times the average size <laughs> of a healthy human. I'm like, "Whoa, I'm cool enough for three guys." Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Who was in the hospital, Joe? No. Really? No. You're going to be going for that bump on your head. I'm going, dude. I'm going to get my... I'm I'm finally going to get the surgery to get it removed Mm -hmm. on the 19th. It's benign? Pretend? No, they don't know what it is. They think it's cancerous. Oh, my God. So this might be the last podcast I do for a while. What if the tumor is like what makes you funny? I was worried about that. That's what happened with me. Yeah, what if I... <laughs> what if You should have seen yeah. my podcasting abilities before the brain surgery. <laughs> he was like, he had like several podcasts going, each one, hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Yep. 
and then they removed the only tumor. part of my brain that made me funny. Mm, I'm nervous. My sense of tumor. My s- <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Who else but Matt, folks? Who else but Matt? Marin? I got booed at work today. You got for booed? saying the N word. Mm-hmm. Yep, boo. <laughs> <laughs> fucking black janitor was fucking sweeping the floor and and Bobby was like look at this fucking n-word and they were like wait what excuse me excuse boo boo yeah they didn't call me into the uh, into HR to immediately fire me they just they're like you know what marketplace of ideas we're gonna let him know we didn't like that speech Mm. boo yes boo no i what what did i say um oh i said uh my coworker said he doesn't like cauliflower and i said well you can't eat too much cauliflower you'll get cauliflower that's where it comes from and then my coworker booed me and i said listen i'm not supposed to be racist here so i'm doing my goddamn best yeah that's the if you that's another downside to working in in an office is like you can't have be to racist. like you can't be racist and you have to keep yourself like that's where the like oh, it's almost Friday comes from because like everything else is like I don't I don't know if I should say that you know yeah what I mean? you have to like you want some levity because what you're doing is so boring you want to make jokes with each other yeah but no one knows what joke you can say that won't hurt somebody's feelings right so you always just end up talking about the weather yeah the weather. Yeah. It's not that people are boring. It's that uh, there's everyone caters to like the one annoying sensitive person. Mm-hmm. So we all have to like pretend that we're also boring and sensitive. Mm-hmm. Am I? I don't think so. <laughs> I think I'm cool. <laughs> I always have. I, I hate that when I'm at work. I have to put on like it makes me feel like a fucking sociopath. Like when I ask everyone how they're doing yeah and like they tell me and i'm i pretend like oh that's great but i don't give a fuck yeah joe interacting with uh waiters and waitresses is the funniest thing to me because it's like a little glimpse of what could have been yeah (laughs) (laughs) Joe's like well thank you so much you have a great day i'm like wow joe can do it yeah Yeah. he just doesn't want to well i actually like waiters and waitresses because Mm -hmm. they provide an essential service which is giving me food and drink Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so anyone that that is a pro uh, a provider of that Mm -hmm. Like they're in my good, they're in my good graces. Mm. Yeah, I had someone, um, Mersh and uh, Royce Lopez from Revenge of the Sis. Yeah. They came to a Fight Club. They're big fans of you, Bobby. By the way, oh, like when I mentioned Feelings that, um, I think I mentioned that you had either done the show or were going to do it. Or no, I mentioned that I'd have a podcast with you, and they were both like Bobby Sheehan, so funny. Bobby Sheehan is the N word. Um, so despite their, <laughs> despite their poor judgment, they're cool guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Mersh said that. Um, I'm like half wholesome and half degenerate. Ooh. And I feel like Joe has that a little bit also. That we both yeah. can like be normal people and fit into society, but we also both just want to like say the worst possible thing. We want to go werewolf. Yes. But we can't. So that's why like some comedians they have trouble like holding down a job and it's like, ah, I think cuz you just you can't yeah. you can't put on the normal mask yeah. every I think once you in a too, while. Bobby. I think the three of us have that in common. We all have the potential mm. and ability to be like Complete, normal, smart, good, functioning members of society. But we also all have something in us that's like a little retard. Mm-hmm. Like a little retard on the shoulder. I guess telling there's... A- <laughs> 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 Instead of a... <laughs> Instead of a devil, <laughs> we all have a little retard that's like, Matt, get high and watch Yellowstone. Watch pro wrestling. Nice, dude. Make so rape jokes. The other guy is like a, with a British accent like, yeah. I think actually you should go to grad school. Yes, perhaps a veg- Oh, you should have a little bit of vegetables and you should uh, go rot a little bit. Good for your heart. 
And then the retard is like, yeah. If you hold your breath for a really long time, it's like being high without being high. <laughs> yeah, I have the uh, the the retard on the shoulder, and what's the uh, the Brit? <laughs> yeah. The retard and the Brit. British people are smart. the retard. Yes, and the, then when the retard the wants retard to make fun of the Brit, he yeah. he tries to do the retard voice, but it yeah. cancels each other out, and he just yeah. talks normal. <laughs> oh yeah, look at me. <laughs> yeah, I got out of high school, and I got the uh, the Brit on my shoulder telling me he's like, "You are a good writer. You're going to go to college. You're going to get a degree in journalism." And I'm like, "I'm going to change the history and spend mo- all my weekends pro wrestling." Mm. Good job, man. That's yeah. what you should do. Yeah. It feels so good to do the wrong thing. Yeah. You know, like I <laughs> I get Popeye's late at night and part of the fun is that I know I'm doing a fat, gross thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's what makes abortion so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Supreme Court had to ruin our good time. Matthew. There has to be someone with an abortion fetish. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, I, yeah. Flush that baby out of me. <laughs> and the only way that it could turn you on is if you're against abortion though mm. you know what i mean <laughs> that's where it gets hairy yeah but then to tell someone that they're bad for being pro-life and voting accordingly but also purposely getting pregnant by raw dogging and then getting an abortion because yeah. that's the only way they could come to criticize that is to kink shame mm. You're giving me a lot to think about. I certainly am. That is a That's heavy pill to swallow. I don't know. All I'm doing is my head is singing uh, the cat dog song with Raw Dog. <laughs> it said, Raw Dog, <laughs> Raw Dog. Get a bloody in this world is a little Raw Dog. Raw Dog, Raw Dog, Raw Dog. There were, there were two childhood camps in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. It was, were you a Nickelodeon kid? Or were you a Cartoon Network kid? I actually did not have Cartoon Network for whatever reason. It wasn't mm. part of the cable package, so I was all Nickelodeon. I would go. In fact, I would go to my friend's house who did have Cartoon Network. Yeah. And he was a Cartoon Network guy, and I'd watch like Kurt's a Cowardly Dog. I remember watching as a child and mm. being like, I don't get it. Yeah, that was a bit. Yeah, much. I remember the same thing. It wasn't one of my favorite cartoons as a kid, mm. but as I got older, I would watch back and like, this is the best cartoon. Is it? Is it like a little twisted? Yeah. A little bit, okay. very twisted. Little twisted. Because okay. I liked um, Ren and Stimpy, but yeah. Ren and Stimpy had been on Nick, like, uh, oh, it was like there was. A, uh, am I misremembering this? There was like Nickelodeon and Nick at Night, but then there was like this little intermediary where it was like for teens. Snick. Oh, really? That's Snick. what it is. Snick. I think so. Yeah. Okay, because uh, first of all, it sounds like a slur. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I remember watching all of those shows and being like, I'm a fucking grown up. Mm. Like Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. Ren and Stimpy. I'm mm. like, these are the naughty shows. Yeah. You know it's a little, mean? It's a little you're not TV quite PG. ready for South mm. Park yet, but you're like, you're not, you're like, you're like, oh, well, Rograts is for babies. Yeah. You know I mean? I'm trying to, th- I feel like I had as many Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. Uh, I actually, I think probably more Nickelodeon. I love Dexter's Lab. Yeah. That was Cartoon Network. Um, Powerpuff Girls was fun on Cartoon Powerpuff Network. Girls, like Johnny if I was Bravo. A girl, I would, if I was a girl, I would have liked it more. Johnny Bravo. I, I am Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, ha, hey. Whoa, mama. Whoa, mama. Hey, do the monkey. Oh, ha. What was he based off of? Because, you know, a lot of those are based off of people. Like, is there like James Dean in some It was like James way? Dean, Elvis Presley, like an Elvis impersonator. Yeah. Just like the 1950s greaser, a play on Arthur Fonzarelli. Mm. Yeah. 
Hmm. What other ones? And then I think I probably... Uh, I watched Hey Arnold recently, and it actually holds up. Hey Arnold very much holds up. Yeah. I remember seeing Harold and being like, I guess black people aren't so bad after all. <laughs> yeah, because it was either... You mean, oh, Gerald. Cause, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, it, whatever his name Harold is. was the Jewish one. Oh, okay. I... Edit that out, please. <laughs> Edit that out. Harold was the Jewish one who was uh, the dumb, big, fat kid. He got left back so much. They were all like eight years old, but Harold had his bar mitzvah in one episode. And I'm like, geez, he was left back five times? Yeah, at that point, that's like a failing of the education system. Yeah. It's like, this guy is clearly disabled. Is he just making a breathing like... problem? No, that's... No. Um, Brainy. Ah, okay. That's funny. Yeah, well, that's like... Ger- of course, Gerald was like the cool best friend because... Who else was around? Every other fucking white guy was a fucking loser. Yeah, Eugene was getting injured all the time. Yeah, flat uh, top. I remember he had a flat top. That was cool. Flat top. Mm-hmm. That, that's now, Gerald. Gerald. Yes, yeah. Gerald had the flat top. Then there was Stinky and Sid. Mm-hmm. Sid had the big nose and the backwards baseball hat. Ooh, I wanted to f the s out of Olga. Olga, Helga's mm. older sister. Mm. Everyone wanted a taste of Olga. Ideas, Mio, Bobby. Mm. Helga wanted a taste of Hey Arnold. Yeah. She had the I big feel, mural She wanted tip. to Hey His Arnold. I used to, when I was a kid, uh, think about which girls in my class in elementary school had a mural to me like Helga did to Arnold. <laughs> you know, uh, there was, gonna... was such a little shit. I'd be like, I'll bet one of these girls has a mural to me. I mean, probably. <laughs> psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> You're like now. Which one of these girls? Which one of these girls with a horrible personal life? Who 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 is uh, who am I? Their island of serenity. Yes. You know. Now, now Helga had BPD. Did she? All women have BPD. That's true. But right. she <laughs> she had like a particular borderline personality yeah, she, disorder. She, she would uh, she would um, what's treat it called? Arnold like shit and then be like, oh my love, my yeah. sweet. My yeah. sweet baboo. I think that's just women. Devalue and uh, and fucking what's the what's the opposite of devalue? Dehumanize, idolize, and devalue. Mm. Yeah, it was, de- it was the cycle of those two. Yeah, it's no the cycle of those things. Mm. There was also Rhonda, like the popular rich girl. That's right. She had the pearl necklace, Ooh. not the kind you're thinking of. <laughs> no, that that was that was. I, I love, I love that. that, that was dog. <laughs> Easy, buddy. Not the kind you're thinking of. I I, I think that was a little uh, dog whistle from the, uh, from yeah, the writers. Maybe to be like uh, for the dads yeah. watching to be like yeah. this is the this is the girl that takes it on the chest. Yeah, <laughs> they had uh, they had a gay teacher, Mr. Simmons. Oh, really? Yeah, Richard. Yep. <laughs> they made I up. think it was Mr. Simmons. I'm pretty yeah. sure he was gay. Okay. Um, Why, Matt? Did he say that he was gay? They did May- something where they alluded to it His in an boyfriend. episode. I'm trying to remember. I think he had a boyfriend. As, yeah. as like a bit, like a haha, or as a that's cool. Yeah, as like a, that's cool. Ah, interesting. Yeah. yeah, everyone was like, everyone pretended like this was a perfect world where everyone was yeah. gay. That. that episode was actually called Gay Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> gay Arnold! Gay Arnold! <laughs> they, they, they need to reboot the series as gay. I'm an older man, and you're going to give me some football head. <laughs> gay Arnold. <laughs> Fuck me, football head. <laughs> you know there's fucking cartoon porn of that. Oh, for sure. There's porn of everything. Now, do you think Hey Arnold let Helga... Fuck him in college just to like drain his balls. Mm. Well, Helga, do, I think yeah. would, would would have been like you know what they say, crazy in the head, crazy in the bed. You know mm. what I mean? Like she's not turning down anything. Yeah. Mm. There's think, that. But do you think Arnold would have been like, I have to respect women? Yeah. Mm. 
Oscar Kokoschka was my favorite. Oh, Susie, yeah. make me a sandwich. Yeah, oh, yeah, rolls. the uh, guy from... Where, he was from the... He, now, that guy was from the Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> and you could tell because he was a little fucking baby. Yeah. Who, who can't even fucking fight his own battles. Yeah. You know? Yeah, oh, refusing uh, to... America, ex- help me, please. I can't, I can't do anything. I'm so... I am so weak. I don't know. Arnold, you need to help me. No, I, re- I remember watching that as a kid being like, he's clearly Russian. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So he couldn't accept that either, mm. that he's actually Russian. Arnold had the coolest childhood bedroom ever. Mm-hmm. I All wanted not, a room like that Every kid in so the 90s TV show had an awesome bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it set, it set unrealistic expectations for every other kid's bedroom. Mm. Although, looking back, I had some pretty cool shit in my bedroom. What about What'd you? you? Um, I was I, I had dinosaur wallpaper. I had a lot of dinosaur posters. I had dinosaur posters, Spider-Man posters, mm. a lot of action figures. Yeah. What about, about you, Bobby? Bobby had, Bobby had a fucking empty four white walls <laughs> yeah. and a mattress on the floor. Well, Bobby, st- I- Bobby still has a race car bed. Yeah. <laughs> I had a giant picture of Eminem above my uh, bed. Yeah. Which is not gay at all. Yeah. My brother. The we shirtless had a- one where his dick's hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. He was shirtless. I remember. Yeah. I, sh- I shared Your a room. Your parents are like not, not. They didn't see that as like a red flag. Yeah. Like our son wants to have like the shirtless man yeah. over his bed. <laughs> I shared a room with my little brother. So we had a combination. I had like all my sports posters. There must have been a ton of cum in that fucking room. dude. My brother and I always swallowed. So there was no cum in the room. Guys, did you ever sexually experiment on your own brother? No. We were both going through pu- <laughs> puberty at like the same time. No, we didn't. <laughs> and you were like, it's not gay if like you suck my dick and I suck your dick. And like it fucking evens out because like no one's the gayer. We just got to make sure it evens out. Just make sure you say gay Arnold when you do it. The the casualness of which Joe asked that. Yeah. It was like he, he he found out you had a brother and then wanted to know if you sucked him off the way. Like if he found out you had a boat and wanted to know if you got went fishing on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, how you get. That's how you get to the truth. Yeah, you don't yeah. try to like stigmatize it out of the gate, where he feels like, oh, well, I shouldn't. The 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 tone he said that makes me think like it's wrong to admit that I sucked my brother's yeah. dick. Mm. But if I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know, let me know if you sucked your Do brother's dick. Do you think dick. there are brothers that like sucked each other off as Absolutely, children? dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, come on. Of course there have been. <laughs> <laughs> Finish the question. Do you th- do you think there's like brothers that have sucked each other off and Of wa- course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more time. We can do it. Where like one is entirely traumatized, like goes to therapy, like never has a good relationship with the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever mm. it might be. And then the other brother's like, yeah, we sucked each other off once. What do you want to do? Damn, that sounds like an Edward Albee play or something. Mm. It's or kind you, of like just yeah. weird. Or you hear like Jim Norton's done like the, told the story of Monster Aid and all the games him yeah. and his friends play as kids. One of them may be like traumatized. Yeah. And Jim Norton is um, clearly mentally stable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that, that dynamic to me would be so funny because... Uh, I mean, I know nothing to do with child molestation, but I like my uh, like both of my parents are like, oh, this happened to us as a kid. And, and like my one sibling is traumatized and we're fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my one uncle's like, 
Uh, our father was inattentive, and my mom's like, he was busy. What do you want to do? You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And it's two people with the exact same experience, mm. and then they just interpret it vastly differently. Yeah. I'm sure that exists in general. Mm, just yeah. two people having the same experience, and one of them's got to keep whining and complaining about it. Yeah. And the I, other one is a fucking man about yeah, it. I feel no. like it's also like the life experiences after that mm. have a way of their way of adjusting things in retrospect. Right. So if you like got raped and then immediately had good luck with women, you could maybe get over it. That's like, why I uncle... try to give every woman yeah. I rape a lottery ticket. Right. <laughs> 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 she fucking she wins the lottery and bursts into tears because it reminds her of that night. <laughs> I just didn't think his pubes would be orange too. I just didn't think so. Girl gets raped by Bobby and then does a scratch off, wins a million dollars. She wins the lottery and then wins a million dollars. Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> asks, that's a true friend, folks. Bobby <laughs> asks for his share of the money. Yeah. <laughs> Because I got you that, you know, it's a, it's the a, a noble thing to do. You, you you wouldn't have bought that ticket if you weren't already at that pharmacy to buy Plan B. So if you think about it, I'm a good guy. Mm -hmm. And they're going to get rid of Plan B, too. Yeah. That's like the talk now is the, uh, well, they got rid of abortion. Now they're going to keep going. Honestly, they should make it illegal for women to poop. <laughs> <laughs> Seal it up. Ladies, you had your fun. <laughs> You shit out of your vagina nine months later like God intended. Yeah. Honestly, like women should shit once a year. Mm -hmm. Just one big shit. Mm. I think if you shout once a year, how much do you think that would weigh? Uh, like, so holding all your shit for a year. Yeah. So all of my, basically all the shits you take for a year together, how much do you think it weighs? Mm -hmm. How much do you think an average shit weighs? pound maybe a pound i want to say that each shit i take is at least a hot dog in mm. terms of weight yeah like think about what it's like to like I'm walk like, around with a hot dog that's a shit that i take usually mm. how much do you think that would weigh i feel sometimes it comes out in like several pigs and blankets yeah just overall <laughs> uh -huh. little smoky little sausages mm -hmm. um so i think i would say half a pound on a shit so at least if you like, take one like a day so let's say 365 days a year. So that's, I'd say two to 300 pounds probably. That's 180 pounds. Uh, 180, 180 pounds, pounds if it's exactly half a pound. Yeah. So maybe like maybe 200 pounds. Yeah, about 200 pounds. We'll round up That'd a little be bit. That'd sick to take 200 pound shit just once. Mm -hmm. But it's like a big ass fucking long shit where you're just like. Blah. Think of the wiping you'd have to do after. Mm -hmm. No, what if it was like the perfect, like those perfect shits that you don't require Ooh, wiping? Oh, I love the, go those the ghost dumps, poops. Dude. Dude, the you feel like accomplished. Dude, you feel like it's like I must be eating something right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're like, my body is perfectly in tune. Mm -hmm. That's what it's telling me. Mm -hmm. No, no extra. Well, because it's your, it's the, it's, it's as if you're like, if you're in the jungle, like early the mighty man, jungle. What's that? In the jungle? The mighty jungle? I don't know. You know the song? That. In the jungle, oh. the mighty jungle. <laughs> you know the what? and sleep Sing the tonight. whole song. <laughs> sing the whole... You know, it's like when your dad catches you smoking, makes you smoke the whole pack of cigarettes. And I have to sing the whole you song the because I song. interrupted you making a point so I can just sing a song. <laughs> Go ahead. Second verse. Away, 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 
a cock, a big a cock, a big a cock, a big a cock, a hee. I continue. I think Plan B. Um, uh, it's before fertilization. Isn't the point of Plan B to stop fertilization? Pretty much. So then, mm. that's not that. That has nothing to do with what Roe v. Wade said. Yeah, no. Or I think overturning it said. I think people are just saying like. Basically, if Plan B doesn't work and you get pregnant, then you can't go to the hospital and get an abortion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think people were saying like they started here and now they're going to keep going because right. like yeah. evangelicals. I mean, at a certain point, if you're really religious, you don't even believe people should be having sex if it's not for kids. They wouldn't believe in Plan B either. Yeah, I mean, I kind the of believe in method. that. What do you mean? Oh. That you shouldn't have sex unless it's for kids. Oh, right, right. Well, and that's why Joe has so many children. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking thought Joe was making an actual point for a second. <laughs> I like, investigated his uh, his idea. Mm. I'm fucking... I feel like you guys are carrying this one. I'm exhausted. It's okay, dude. We still hit our hour mark. Mm. Anything you want to say? Anything you want to plug or promote? Anything we want to plug? Comedy fight clubs. Oh, yeah, actually... Oh, no, it'll have happened by the time... Oh, no... When is this episode coming out? Fucking Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it will have already happened. The Janellen Theater Show. Um, But yeah, subscribe to the Comedy Fight Club YouTube channel. Folks, if you uh, have a time machine, go to Saturday night. I am roasting John Ajoda, who is Indian. Yes, it will be up on the YouTube channel. Extra spicy curry, my friend. You're going to cook that son of a bitch like a chicken tandoori. And to see the full episodes of all of our road shows, that's on the Patreon, patreon.com slash comedy fight club. If you're already a towel head and you got a little bit more money to spare, because I feel like I feel like the towel heads are the kind of people with disposable income. Yeah. Um, sign up to the comedy fight club Patreon too. You get all of our bonus road shows and um, the full episodes are only on the YouTube channel for six weeks. And then the only place to see full episodes is on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I have nothing to plug, and I do. Th- I do think we should power through to t- to one fifteen. And why? I, I just feel like it's right, and I also want to uh, uh, know because Matt told his shitting himself story, and I don't think Joe. Which ever... shitting myself story? Remember? Well, not when In... you sh- uh, the oh man, you really had to go. Oh yeah, I've told that one before. Yeah. yeah. You ever shit yourself, Joe? Yeah, all the time as a kid. As an adult, you ever shit yourself? Nah. No, no. I mean, like, there's been like skid marks and stuff. Yeah, like you're sitting on but the like, couch and yeah. you're like, ah, oh, this is probably just gonna be a fart. And then, Whoops, like, wet- gotta go to the bathroom. Comes out. <laughs> yeah, I shit myself in first grade, mm. and I remember because it was I must have had something bad for lunch, because uh, like shortly thereafter, I <laughs> thereafter, as I'm telling a shit story, <laughs> <laughs> and then upon reflection, here uh, two more. Yeah. <laughs> Dearest Matthew and Joseph, I have evacuated my bowels in thy trousers. I will eat thy food nevermore. <laughs> so I, I fucking I, I shit my pants like early afternoon. Yeah. And it was the first time I ever shit my pants. And as a child, you don't know. You, you can't make shit up. You can't hide it. So I just dealt with having literally diarrhea in my pants <laughs> for hours. Yeah. And then I, like, took the bus home, probably left diary on the bus. Yeah. Like, went into the bathroom, threw my underwear away in, in the in the bathroom, 
and then just was playing Nintendo 64. So that's fun. Yeah, I'm. It's smart that you knew to throw your underwear out. The first time I shit myself in public, I hadn't thought of that. What? The first time I shit myself in public. I don't think I ever shit myself as a kid, actually. Maybe like when I was in diapers. But I was in college, and I remember I was uh, I was uh, taking a piss and thought I just had a fart come out, and it was more than a fart. And then I took the underwear off, and I was like, fuck, I don't know what to do with this. And I just put it in like a different section of my book bag to then bring it back later to wash. And then I went to uh, my next class and was just stuck in my next class. And I was like, I'm just going to own this. So I texted a bunch of my friends telling them that I shit my pants. I texted my dad also. And my dad, everyone else sent back just like, LOL, or why would you say this to me? My dad was like, why didn't you throw the underwear out? I was like, I definitely should have done that because I was like worried other kids in class would smell it, which I'm sure they did. Yeah. yeah. And then I just like took my bag, was like, "Can I go to the bathroom?" <laughs> Went to the bathroom to throw out the underwear and come back. <laughs> I was like 19 Dude, years the old in college. On your shoulder definitely won that one. Yeah, the brit on my shoulder was like, uh, "You should maybe not go to class. Clean yourself up." The retard like, "Put it in your bag and go." There's nothing more disorienting than shitting yourself. Like even falling on the street is just like, "I'm gonna fall on the street eventually." You know yeah. what I mean? Like it happens. <laughs> when you shit your pants, you feel like a little baby. Oh yeah. You feel like a child. Yes. It's it's like we need to destigmatize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're like who shits themselves? Little weak babies and incontinent old people. We need to Veterans. get rid of, get rid of the stigma uh, about mental health mm-hmm. and shitting your pants. And, shitting and your if pants. we have to choose, shit in your pants, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I mean, if we're not, if we have to choose between one. Well, some people shit their pants because they're mentally ill. If we have to pretend that like being fat is a is a not a choice, and that we can't fat shame people, well, yeah, I didn't choose to shit my pants. <laughs> and even if I did, what's wrong with that choice? Yeah, we should be able to choose to shit our pants. It's bodily autonomy, if nothing else. Exactly. My asshole, my choice. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I think that uh, this this the the Roe v. Wade thing. Yeah. I think this goes back and forth until there's enough people that aren't religious, and then then it will just be legal. Mm. Yeah, how long is that going to take? Um, I actually did some uh, research uh, okay. today, some very very bad research, mm. and from what I could find, we get uh, one percentage point less religious every year. Hmm. And uh, so there's like it's like twenty eight percent of people in America are not religious. In, like, the traditional sense, but I would say that, like, a lot of the new, like, Twitter cancel culture woke thing is just to replace... All those people are atheists. Right, but but it's irrelevant to this conversation because they're not about, about, like, pro-choice or anything. They're all pro-choice. It is within human nature for a lot of people to kind of just irrationally believe certain things and attack people who don't believe that thing. But you, you need to... I mean, maybe there's atheists that are pro-life, but I think you need to believe in God to be against first trimester abortion. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I haven't heard a secular argument for. I mean, I've heard, I've heard people make secular arguments, but I know why they're making the argument. Yeah, they're actually religious people trying to be like, hey, look, even if you're not religious, you should agree with me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice try, retard. I don't believe in that (laughs) fucking shit, dude. But I I think like uh, because it's six three conservative liberals in the Supreme Court now, right? Like, yeah, it won't be like that forever. Probably not even for a generation. Um, because a lot of them are old, and they're like a lot of them are in their seventies, eighties now. Yeah, and then they're gonna immediately uh, uh, reverse it, um, and then it's just gonna go on and on like that until it's not. 
until it's not a contentious issue anymore, and then the law will be whatever the law is. Is, pro, is pro-life a thing that like most people? It's like most people pro-life, pro-choice. Because if you say we get one percent less religious every year, you'd think we'd get more pro-choice then. I we, I think we are. I, but because but Roe vs. Wade was like the early seventies, yeah. But so are we way if we're way more pro-choice now than then, it shouldn't have even been like the possibility of it being overturned. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I, th- I think, uh, and I could 100 percent be wrong, but I believe that when Roe v. Wade was decided and made abortion uh, legal fe- mm-hmm. fed, uh, federally, that at literally every state either didn't talk about abortion. Or had anti like no New York, California, Vermont. They none of them were like, "Hey, first term abortions." Mm. Please fact check me on that. Spotify, put a tag on this episode. Yes, but I I believe that may be the situation that no one even really like talked about. It wasn't even really that, a thing that, that that it wasn't anywhere that approved that a hundred percent approval yeah. was wasn't anywhere near fifty percent. Now it's like fifty yeah. percent because like Roe v. Wade is the like middle ground where it's like it kind of just leaves it up to the people as opposed to no 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 i mean it tells red states your your first trimester abortion laws are illegal good it's not a it's not a middle ground well no i mean um wait roe v wade yeah it just says um that because roe v wade does first trimester abortion but it's not like late-term abortions yeah it said it said uh for first trimester is always legal yeah second trimester it depends third trimester not uh, unless there's like very serious yeah that's to me like the moderate position oh, i see what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. the Their cool role- position would be first trimester oh yeah second trimester uh-huh third trimester Mm-hmm. Third trimester <laughs> mandatory. Yes. Yeah, like Roe v. Wade is the moderate yeah. uh, That's opinion actually, on abortion. Uh, this, this is what no one's talking about, but yeah. uh, uh, putting it back in the hands of the states yeah. means uh, blue states can do whatever they want with the third trimester. Yeah. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should do, dude. To make it to revenge, it's like yeah. okay. Well, now it's like you can get uh-huh. a try. You can get a fucking abortion up until the kid is three years old. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, there was like a story about like a doctor somewhere in the Midwest who like the way they would do late term abortions. He would like have the woman give birth to the baby or take the baby out, maybe a C section, and then kill the baby. Mm. And I remember seeing no, he, a th- he fucking gives birth to the baby and it snaps its neck. It's like, yeah. is that necessary? <laughs> and I remember seeing a Spikes thing where like a football. There was, a, there was like an article. He, of, you know how yeah. each doctor has their own little dance after they're done yeah. spiking the baby. There was a like article that was like doctor who ki- who murdered 157 pe- uh, people or something like that. Nice. And I was just like, Jesus, that's got to be the most insane serial killer there's ever been. That I heard it was babies, and even though it still is wrong, my head just went to like, oh, but that's not real. Yeah, yeah. come on, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would I would just need to learn more about the procedure because because they could that that could totally be accurate. Actually, let's go back. My favorite serial killer is every abortion doctor, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doctor Tiller, the baby killer. Yeah, how cool would it be? Like the woman gives birth and it goes the baby like lands on a conveyor belt mm. and then it just goes to like all these like crazy like things like a blowtorch fucking blows fire on it <laughs> and then like a bunch of uh, knives like chop it all One up. One of those things where you have like the two things of rolling spikes yeah. and the baby's like crawling. No, no, no. <laughs> Ugh, sick.
Do you mm. think there's going to be a uh, well? People thought COVID was going to start a, a a baby wave, and it really didn't. Do you think that? Do you think there's going to be a Roe no. v. Wade overturned baby boom? Nah, mm. I think people are just going to find more creative ways to kill a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, think outside the box, and by box, we mean your pussy. Thank you. God bless. Praise be to Allah.